kidding me that's what yeah every so often it happens that ryan is right 100 percent right not even a little bit right tucker pullman two points last game no kidding my man hey neither does me running shirtless but that turned out very well it, so. it, it, that... welcome to the pp1 podcast welcome to our show welcome to our show we are we are the pp1 podcast we're live in Technicolor Dreamcoats with Ted and Ryan, and it's uh, d- we're on we're on the Hockey Podcast Network, sponsored by yeah, DraftKings. Thank you. Sponsored by DraftKings, promo code THPN. Get in on that. We'll do a DraftKings read later. It's funny that they allow us to be sponsored by DraftKings because you and I both know I do not draft very well when it comes to fantasy sports. So I feel this is like. Eventually, they're going to figure me out, and that's not going to be good. So, anyway, that's that's where I'm coming from on that. That's where I'm coming from on that. You can follow us on a bunch of things. You can follow us on Twitter and, and our YouTube, That uh, the Hockey Podcast Network, the Twitch, our Twitters, uh, Facebook. If you want to comment along, as you saw last week, how come I'm, am I like mirrored or something? feels like I'm looking somewhere different. Anyway, focus on the camera, Ryan. Um, Comment along. We'll have some fun. We'll answer some questions if we can uh, fit you in. Uh, we may have a guest. I'm not really sure. It's up to him. It's an open invitation. Uh, we're going to try to have wit next week. It just didn't work this week. So uh, apologies, wit. And uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to have a good show. There's there's hockey going on. Before we get into like all the hockey stuff, you guys, we, we know there's going to be hockey. I, I was driving around today, as I do most days. As one does. As one does. And I uh, I thought to myself, I think I have too much money. Do you ever get that feeling? Like you're like I don't I've never actually I've never had that feeling. No, you've uh, you've had the feeling. Like you're just thinking like I don't think I need all the money I have. And I got that yeah. feeling as I drove I past the might, gas station and realized it went up another Yeah, and it went past the gas station and I went and saw it's another 10 cents and i thought you know what i didn't need that extra 10 cents per liter i'm doing just fine so i'm just gonna fill up close to two dollars a liter um clearly i'm being sarcastic this is getting ridiculous for gas so yeah you know in case you're yeah now it's like a buck 80 or something like that buck 85 buck 85 that's give me a break give me a break so the traffic gets shitty and the gas goes up yeah it's welcome welcome to the okanagan summer so yeah i just thought you know Money's, money's for, money's for losers. I don't need any of that, so I'm gonna spend it on my gas tank, which super sucks. But you know, that's 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 how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. You don't agree, but you know what I mean. How was baseball? Uh, it was good. We missed your bat. Thank you. Like yeah, just like the a... the physical bat, or like my abilities. We we missed your we missed your your abilities. Okay, I appreciate that. No, it was uh, we played a we played a good team. We had a ton of hits. We just stranded a ton of runners, just like the real life Blue Jays. <laughs> Speaking of the Blue Jays, that's actually a really funny reference. So just before we started here, uh, the Jays have been just like absolutely atrocious in the last three weeks. I think they've won like two games out of their last 
13 or something like it's bad they are just bottom of the barrel and yet the jays have like the third best odds to win i mean it doesn't say much to win the division and then to win the american league outright i think they have the fourth best odds how does that make any sense are they going like the guy that's in charge was he on holidays if like the the booking but maybe they're just like you know what no one's been watching the Jays. We could just throw out, we could just throw out these uh, these odds. Just look and, at all the names on the roster and be like, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Vladdy and Bobochet, yeah, those guys are all stars. They must be killing it. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> Things are going bad. Varsho not looking good. I think Jansen is getting an MRI. It's bad news bears, man. Bad news bears. So, good reference, good pull. I like that. Yeah, it's about as weird as a, a possible Golden Knights Panthers final. That just, that's going to hit. What the odds were on that? Like, what did the odds maker push for getting that one up? Oh, at the beginning of the year, I, there's no way you could have that figured out. Isn't it interesting, though, when you, you look at both teams? And I think if that's what ends up happening, I do think Florida wins. Because Florida gets in by the skin of their teeth statistically. But they were, they were rolling, right? Like, they get in and... They basically, it's almost like an L.A. slash St. Louis type run. You know what I mean? Like, they are good yeah, enough. unheralded. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, you weren't expecting them to get there, but then the way that the roster is constructed just looks dangerous. Yeah. So they, got, they got goalie Bob there, and, and that that sort of ridiculous defense that's so good at retrieving pucks and getting them up and out. And this this team just forechecks like, like, a, like a beast, too, which is... I don't know how you. I don't know how you stop that. Just waves and waves of good skaters. It's just wild though. Like you've got Ekblad, and you've got Barkov, and you've got Tuchuk, and you've got. Um, I mean, backup Bob or not backup Bob? That'd be Bob Estenza. Um, you've you've got Officer Bobrovsky back there, and it's like there's been no love to this team, and now they're in the position where they're probably the favorite going in. Once I mean, Vegas is going to make it. That's inevitable. But you look and you think, okay, well, if we're just looking at goaltending, first and foremost, it would be Bobrovsky. Because as good as Aiden Hill is, he's going to have to be like three times better than he's already been. And Florida isn't going to give up. They're they're going to keep peppering what they've got. They've just been in control, it seems like, every series. Does he have to be better, though? Like I think I so. I think, if I think if you're just playing like ridiculously good team defense, every goal, every NHL goaltender can stop what they're going to see. I just think that Florida just their their pressure just is relentless, and even tonight watching the Vegas Dallas game, and I at my folks' place and Dad and I are watching. I said like Vegas has that same look too. They just look like they they might look like the game is possible for Dallas, but yeah, they're coming in waves. Just the control of play and just how they're convincing when they've got the puck, like. Dallas has to really make the most of what's going on on their side of the puck. And Vegas just kind of, as soon as they get the turnover, it just moves the other way. And it, you know, they get their three chances. They might not outshoot them, but all their chances are, are grade A chances. So uh, I, I think there's more on the, on the Florida side than there is on the Vegas side. That being said, I do think Vegas can shine in the Stanley Cup and that place would be bumping. If oh, they get yeah. to go back to the final, so I mean, they've already proven that it is that place, right? Yeah, and maybe that's the X factor. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a crowd thing. Maybe they get that extra boost. Jack Eichel gets to see his first Stanley Cup. 
but I kind of like Roberto yeah. to win. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna change sort of the the blueprint, I guess. Again, right? Yeah. For, for building a Stanley Cup contender, it was like size down the middle, big defenseman, puck possession, right? And then now we're kind of moving into that like steady team depth, right? Like, like three three secondary lines and yeah, like and I some don't need, decent front you know, line. I don't need an, an an ace and like a solid second line, and then you know a checking line, and then like. I mean, you don't you don't need that, right? I think they're happy to have guys that look like possible second liners playing on their third and fourth liner all the way up, and no true first liners. Although, I mean, that's a little bit different now. Vegas and Florida have obvious game breakers. Yeah. But the bottom of the roster is constructed so smartly, and 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 just all with with guys that can move the puck all the way around. So I, I don't know. I I mean. I don't know if it matters that it's Aiden Hill. I don't think Vegas is constructed. I, like to I'm, have not to worry saying, about I'm not saying I'm not saying that's it. I, I think that I think that the goalies are, are built and, and taught the system based on the team. I think we talked about this a little bit last week and I think I think they're set up to, to carry whatever goalie is in their system. And Hill, I mean, has looked the part for the most part, but he's also just doing the job he's supposed to do. He's not being asked to do any more than that. Yeah. So it should be really interesting. I feel like Vegas matches up favorably against Florida. I think it would be a fun series to watch, though. I mean, I mean, we, it's funny that we're talking about, you know, Florida squeaking in, and then you have a guy like Kachuk, who people were already calling a possible, you know, Con Smythe finalist after the first round, right? Like he's been that good in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah, between him and Sasha Barkov, I mean, we're this like just it's there's some elite level talent there that I I'm stoked to see what happens in the final with him. It's gonna be a lot different than that final back in the day with JVB and Melanby. Oh and, man, and Rob Niedermeyer, the juggernaut and, Colorado yeah. Avalanche. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting you compare those Maybe the two teams. The return of the rat, right? That'd be well, fun. and they had that when they clinched, right? You just see all these rats, and I'm thinking, oh man, like they're just they're sitting on something pretty awesome there. And you look at the trade from last... Yeah, it was last season, right? The Huberto Kachuk trade? It was the start of this season. Yeah. that's and, and you look back and you think how differently both of those teams have gone. Yeah, it's just, it's just smart, right? Like, not many teams would have the straight-up balls to do that, to walk away from from a Huberto. Yeah. And, and, and make the trade. Obviously, they capitalized on a probably a shitty situation in Calgary's standpoint, right? Having to walk away from both Goudreau and Kachuk. And it's been talked about ad nauseum and not, that can't be your blueprint. Like, oh, I wouldn't acquire a star. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, man, like that doesn't happen. It doesn't and always happen that way. Frequently, like both these teams have had the opportunity to do that, which is kind of cool. Based on another team's misfortune. Uh, or, or maybe mishandling of the star player, right? But, like, yeah, Kachucks don't just grow on trees. Eichels just don't grow on trees, right? Like, this stuff sort of happens, and if you're you're there, you have to be able to pounce on it. And that's, for a team that trades as much as they do with Florida, I mean, that's why it's sort of so annoying when you think about what's going on in Vancouver, because even if they wanted to pounce on a spot like this, they just couldn't, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's been so much talk about Carolina and what's going to happen with guys like, you know, Sebastian Ajo. And, and even Vancouver. if they wanted to make a push for somebody like that, they can't. They just can't. I mean, you're spending to the outer limits of the cap with bad contracts for a team that can't make the playoffs. I mean, you're not. But the cap, cap's going cap, up. Cap flexibility. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, the cap's going up. 
which I think is hilarious. You could be just fine, right? I mean, welcome to the Canucks. It's like if it if it can keep getting worse or it can keep just stubbing your toe, it happens. Speaking of things getting worse, my day has not been good. I did send you a text. I don't know if you looked at the photos yet. So twelve thirty a.m. local standard time. Both kids run into our bedroom. I'm in the dead of sleep. Dad, mom, mom, dad. There's an earthquake or something hit the house or da da da. What? What are you talking about? So out I trot because I'm the man of the house and may be meeting my demise. It's entirely possible. Go out. Look. My cardiac therapist says it's a blue ticket job. (laughs) Not a pink ticket job. Pink ticket. So go out, look, don't see anything out of the ordinary. There's been a bear uh, in the area the last like... It's either like a bear or an earthquake. Yeah, so there's been a bear in the area the last like week or so, kind of around the school and around like our our neighborhood. So I'm thinking, well, maybe maybe the bear knocked one of our like trash cans or uh, recycling or something like, you know, like bears do. You know, they're curious like raccoons. So thought maybe it's that. And it's, you know, it the way ours are situated, it would fall down kind of like the side of our house with all the rocks. So like it would it would be fairly noisy when it's dead quiet. Didn't see that. Did you leave the garage open? Well, now my next thought is, oh, crap, I better have closed it because this is going to suck. Whatever. Yeah, it's closed. Okay, perfect. Next thing was like, did my tire rack fall on the car? No, I didn't hear any alarm. So we're good. So I'm checking off all the major stuff. Can't see a thing. That looks like it's a problem. I look outside front door. I uh, see like, looks like a box kind of like in behind our, our, our tenants uh, vehicle. I'm like, Oh, okay, whatever. Didn't kind of looked odd. I'm like, yeah, I'm too tired. I don't care. So I get up or go back to bed. Kids are freaked out. Think that, you know, it's the worst. They're not safe. I'm like the top floor is about as safe as you're going to get in our house. Like it's the furthest away from danger aside from like an attic fire. So anyway, <laughs> Which would be awful. So, which you haven't told them about. It. Which I haven't told them that could happen. So anyway, wife goes. Wife's getting ready for like. By the way, yeah, there's also other dangers we've never talked about. Yeah, you think you're safe. Yeah, until the attic burns down. So, like quarter to seven, wife's heads out the door. Door opens back up. Ryan, what? What? I'm like still pretty much sleeping because I don't get up for another half hour. This is what was outside. This fell off our house. And it's this big butcher block piece of wood that, like, it's kind of like, I want to call it like a sconce, but it's not a sconce. Like, basically a decorative piece of wood um, in the arch of the front of our house. So this thing fell about 15, 18 feet off our house onto the roof by my daughter's window. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Falls off. Try to like look at your picture here and and see where it fell from. So if you look at the second picture on the right, like the house, if you scroll up to the right, there's like a white spot there. There's like five nails holding that in place. This is like a piece of butcher block wood, basically. And thankfully, no one got hurt. Nobody got hit. No vehicles got hit. But like this thing could have easily just, I mean, if it would have hit someone, the you know, the bright of day, probably would have killed them. So needless to say. That was the start of my day. Then, oh, see what I mean? I see. Yeah, it's like a it's like a faux truss. 
kind of. It's not, it's not even like a. It's not even like a beam or an arc. No, like it's it like, it it doesn't support like, anything. It's like put there to look like. Yeah. Yeah. You have one running through the entirety of the house. Exactly. Liars. <laughs> we we know we know it's decorative. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you fool us six How years later? How dare you? With like, your butcher block. Yeah. So anyway, that thing. It's not light. It uh, could have been damaged. So that was that was the start of the day. Then I got called to bring uh, our youngest, her gym shorts, because it's runoffs today, to make it to districts. Apparently, the shorts she was wearing were not sufficient enough. So I left work, of course. Go pick those up. Didn't make a difference, apparently. And just look at the secretary. She just shakes her head. I shake my head. We both have a good laugh. So I get home, and we have ball pitchers. You just like to go for a race and not have your fast shorts. That's true. I do know that. So that's fair. You know what? I take that back. You're right. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, hon. So get home. We've got baseball pitchers for Addison's ball team today. I'm a coach, so I got to be there. That's why I wasn't at ball today. Because of ball pictures, it sucks. Baseball, I should probably, should probably, probably get that out there. Because we aren't anyway. Yeah, you know. So before I get home, open the garage, and we open the door. We're just about to, or you know, get our stuff ready, go out, and the door handle on our garage door from from the garage to our mudroom falls right off. Just, that's it. Cool, cool. <laughs> so this is all today. And so I looked, and I had tried figuring it out. I had like two minutes. I'm like, I'll just figure it out when I get home. So I tried putting it back together when I got home. Looks like the cylinder's broken on the inside. So I need a whole new door handle, which is Go awesome. Go see my dad. Huh? Go see my dad. Well, I might. Yeah. This, this is, yeah. these, are, these are all, I'm still like processing all these things. Oh, and then the garage door wouldn't close for whatever reason. Oh, so, my God. and then, uh, final thing of the day was, uh, youngest was, she's had a stud earring and it's been out for a few days. So finally she gets this other one, starts putting it back in over the sink. You know where this is going and it falls down the sink. Now it's still possible that I can get, I went to get some Q-tips with some tape and I was going to try to pry it out. In the meantime, Addison, our oldest, she has pepper in her eye. So she goes into the washroom, turns the sink on, other child sitting there. I'm like, did you not stop her? Well, no, I didn't know. She turns on the sink. The stud earring is now in the drain. Never to be gotten again. No, no, you can still get it. I don't want to be taking apart pipes to get a stupid I, I, stud I literally earring. just had to do it. There's the catch, man. Like, it goes like oh, this. Oh, the P-trap. You just, you just remove the, the, two, the two, like... Screw, screws but you just and you just pop it down and then it'll be sitting in there not it's a stud earring we've got more life will go on i forgot you're just good at throwing money away yeah exactly see i told you i just <laughs> wow that was that was a good pull just now that was a good pull that was that was well played i like that i'm glad uh, i'm glad this is where we're going um well, money bags right you know miss scrooge mcduck yeah uh, a couple of things before we get into a little bit more hockey. Uh, Michael Block, I don't know if you've watched any golf in the last five days. Um, not a not a pro, but like a club pro. Made the cut at the PGA Championship last weekend. Finished 15th, jarred the seventh hole. Rory McIlroy gives him a hug. He's like an everyman, club pro, basically like Gallagher's or something. Anyway, so he cemented himself. He gets to go back to the PGA Championship Ooh, next you're week. At the yeah. golf course and you meet the club pro doesn't seem like the everyman well i mean he's he seems like the, i'm like significantly cooler than you guys he is yeah but he's like you know when you're thinking about professional athletes it's actually it's a super rad story i'm just trying yeah to no i i also agree with you he's 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 doing better than i am what do you do oh i just golf for a living 
Yeah, my job is golf. I teach people how to swing a club. Good thing I don't do that because I'd be losing money because of the way I hold a golf club. So anyway, this guy, he, he made just under 300 grand. He's been invited to a few events. Um, he's kind of become like the Cinderella story kind of thing. Super cool guy. And he gets to go back to the PGA Championship next year because he finished in the top 15. So he's got an automatic exemption for another major next year, which is super, super cool. Imagine. Like, it's just wild. Michael Jordan texted him the other day. Like, bonkers. So Crazy. he's going to miss the cut this week. He got invited to the Charles Schwab uh, tournament, and he's like plus nine. So he has a chance to, he won't make the, the cut. But yeah, the Corey Schwab classic. That, that, that should be a golf tournament, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe we don't know about that. Uh, anyway, cool story. Speaking of tournament, we got a tournament coming up here pretty quick here. Two weeks. Two weeks. Very excited. I have work off. I will be there every single game. Yeah. Are you, so are you playing for, Hops. are you playing for the, what are uh, we talking about? I'm, I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about the, oh, home base. Home base tournament. Yeah. Uh, so far I am not playing. We've been trying to work something out with, uh, Okanagan lifestyle that has not come to fruition quite yet. We're, Trying to move some move some things around, so maybe are are have you already been given a spot? Are you playing? I'm I'm on the squad. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like an honorary squad. I had an in though. You do. You have a bit. You have a bit bigger in than I do. So that's fine. Well, I'm not yet. Not yet. And I don't have two K to put in a team. So actually, maybe I do. Apparently, I'm throwing money away. So maybe I do have two thousand uh, dollars. So for if for anybody doesn't know, it was it was uh, some. Rockets alumni, Josh George's Blake Como. Yep. Uh, put this tournament every year. Big fundraiser. Uh, you know, because of the teams that are in there, lots of, you know, current and former NHL stars are out there. So we got to meet a lot of cool players last year and sort of shoot the shit and play along and, and, and have some, some fun games against some people, some some athletes, some other sports that you wouldn't normally play against. It's just a great time. There's the, the, the cause is always great and the people are better. It's, it's actually like a really, a really great time. So it was stoked to be out there this year. So maybe we can, we can get together with the OKGM team because also great. We got, uh, you know, Jacqueline and Ryan Robertson and our, our boy, Matt Ferguson, who works out there now. So, uh, I think the plan is for us to just try to get in there and, and, and see if we can can help each other out a little bit and promote the, the tournament and try to get uh, as much extra recognition for them as we can because it's for a good cause. Absolutely. It's a lot, I mean, there's the sports side. It's a lot of fun. But uh, just seeing kind of like the community outreach and everything that, you know, Save on Foods is out there. Like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of big deal. Not Not a lot of big deal businesses, but... The, the fundraising, there's the kind of the charity classic on the Friday night, which I won't be able to make. But uh, that's always cool. They do like an autograph session by donation, which is really cool. So you get to like the Luke Shans, Tyler Myers, uh, Shea Everybody Weber. Go to the, the KGH Foundation, which is like the, the local hospital. Obviously. Yeah. So. Very cool. Very cool. Pretty it's great. it's a neat initiative. Um, our friends at Players Choice are uh, one of the official sponsors of that as well. So they'll have a team. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I yeah we'll we'll do our best to be part of it. I know you're going to be there anyway doing the sports thing, so hopefully I can uh, get involved in that as well. Um, good time. Speaking of local uh, events, the Memorial Cup is in Kamloops starting tomorrow. Very awesome stuff. Apparently, Kelowna wasn't good enough to host it. That's fine. <laughs> what a joke. That's fine. It's not like we have an infinitely better city 
to host such tournament. Apparently, Prospera Place is not up to snuff. Uh, you know, I've said this before. I, mean, I, I don't get I, it. We've been to Camus. We went to Camus for my birthday. The group, right? All the boys and hit all the brews. Great time. Fun city to hang out with. So I think they're going to go there and they're going to have a great time in Camus. And it's been a good host in the past. Uh, but I just have a hard time getting over the fact that flying over Kamloops look like barren, scorched, post-apocalyptic Earth. Uh, it is a, it's different out there than the rest of the Okanagan, for it, sure. It is desert weather. Like We've got the semi-arid desert out here, which is great. We get a little bit of moisture. Not so much out there. It's going to be a good time. I mean, hockey's hockey. We like our hockey out here. They... I mean, they've won some Memorial Cup, so they can they can back up what they've they've brought. It's gonna be a good tournament. I do think Seattle's gonna run away with that. That team is absolutely stacked. Oh yeah. Like it's I don't think it's gonna it's be got close. Seven seven drafted players on it. Seven or eight drafted players on it. Yeah, they're messy. I mean, you look at the rest of them have like four or five, which is still very still silly. good. Yeah. Right, I mean, I mean that that Kamloops squad is gonna be led by Stan Coven. We've talked about them on the show. Mm-hmm many times before um is connor zari yeah. still there that's gonna be that's gonna be a good squad i don't think connor zari is sure. there anymore but he was good he was he was good when when he was there connor zari remember him mm-hmm. yeah i don't think he's there anymore no oh I, maybe is I, I i can't remember it's been so long since i've seen whl hockey you're hilarious yeah i know i'm gonna do what i can jerome mcginla jerome mcginla still playing yeah. for jerome yeah jerome's still there jerome's still there niedermeyer Mark Recchi, they're still all over there. That's good. Yeah, so it, it'd be nice. I saw actually, I just saw a thing of with Jerome Ginla just recently. Yeah, he's with the Flames now. He signed. He was signing a stick for a kid or something like that. He looks different. Like yeah, he's, he's like leaned out and trimmed down. He kind of went like the Trevor Linden route. Like he's he rides a bike all the time. Lost, yeah, he like lost all this weight. Like he just went like full lean, lean trim instead of like he was just this power forward guy. He was like a thick dude, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's just all these guys just keep themselves in phenomenal shape. It seems good for them. You know what? Yeah, they've they've had a they've had a struggle. You know what I yeah, mean? It's been, it's been hard. Life's been pretty tough for those guys. Yeah, there was that run to the cup final where he had to like fight all the guys that were shadowing him. Or like the Olympic gold medals, and that's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, he had to. Yeah, you know how hard it was to get the. With Crosby, I was gonna say, you know how hard it is to feed in the corner in overtime. Like that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure to make that pass. Yeah, Jerome's yeah. had a tough go, but I'm glad he's I'm glad he's I'm glad he's getting through it all. Man, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. So Craig Conroy, Jerome McGinley, they're up top in Calgary now. Well, Conroy is anyway. They're gonna be getting a new coach. Looks like Brad Tree Living is a front runner for the Leafs job because apparently Kyle Dubas is uh, incapable of running that team, which is not necessarily his fault. It's more the fact that they put all their eggs in one basket for multiple years and it's not panning out. There's a lot of changes going on in, uh, in Canada for hockey. I was, I was like really hoping that they were just going to hire Jim Benning. There's that part of you just thinks that too, right? Like I, I, I like half thought like okay like are they gonna give Dave Nonis another look, and like no there's all these rumors I think I saw it like pop up on my like Twitter feed that like the Bob Father was like it's all but locked up that it's going to be Benning and it probably was like a fake account right you know you yeah. get those alerts you you get you get got on, right yeah yeah and I was like yes this is the best news ever and then I'm thinking to myself like as much as I dislike the Leafs I don't know if I'd want them to go through that. 
Uh, it makes it makes on, no how sense. Is, yeah, how on earth is Jim Benning going to get another job? Like his resume is literally all over the Vancouver Canucks right now, and why they can't do shit for shit. Yeah, like, that's not true. The Luongo recapture is gone. It's gone now. I mean, I, spe- I specifically the Luongo recapture was not his fault. I know, but it's gone. We should remember um, that. And he did. Uh, Lyndon Vay was a good do, pickup. He did do that thing that one time. We're not going to get into that. Uh, and it wasn't even him doing the thing. Remember what that was? Yeah. Louis Erickson. I still think they should hire Jim Benning. They might. He's until they say the job's filled. Until they say position filled. <laughs> position filled. That's right. <laughs> Man, things are. It just, there's that little glimmer of hope sometimes when I see other teams suffer and think like, well, they're going to have to figure things out. So things aren't yeah. as bad for the Canucks. And they still are pretty bad. They still it's are actually impossible. pretty bad. It's not impossible, it's impossible. <laughs> Which is almost the same thing. <laughs> Which is almost the same thing. Um, if you're listening on the podcast right now, if, if you're listening on the podcast, you're watching right now, but when you're listening, we're going to do a DraftKings ad read. Because we're sponsored by DraftKings. First of all, before we get into it, promo code THPN. Get on that sportsbook app. Hey, hockey fans, light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app for available lines and odds. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Pretty convenient considering that's the network that we're on. THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. Again, that is code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or... You can text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Kansas. Call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Anyway, back to the show because now we're on the real show. Um, speaking of the Canucks and drafting, there have been rumors that Chicago wants to move up in the draft, but can't do it with pretty much anybody except for the Vancouver Canucks, which is Alanis Morissette ironic in so many kinds of ways, because of course it's the Canucks. Now, that means the Canucks would likely get, I think, the 19th pick. I think they might even get, I don't know, was it like another first rounder and a second rounder? And then a sweetener would be that they would take on one of Vancouver's not great contracts. Not necessarily the worst one, but one of the contracts in question. Does the, does the pick have that much value? Like, wouldn't I'm so I would be shocked if it was if you got the 19th, the second, and they took, let's just say, like Connor Garland. Yeah, okay, Connor Garland. Tyler Myers. Like, yeah, sure. One of the one of the bad contracts that could possibly be moved. It, that seems like a lot. Like, is the eleventh overall? I mean, I guess you have to know who's available at eleven first. Can't make that deal prior to. Yeah. Because what if somebody ridiculous falls? Yeah. Now all of a sudden the whole board changes. Like, what if Benson's there, or like, 
you know, like I'm sure Mitchkoff would never pass the, the Cavs. No. Like, what if Mitchkoff's there? Like, what? Yeah. But what if, right? Like, what if you know? Again, I don't think a Will Smith is going to be there. But like, what if like a Leonard's there? Or something Where do they have Carlson going? A guy like that, right? Where's Carlson supposed to go? I like. I think Leo Carlson goes. I mean, there's an outside and way outside shot that he goes to, but I, I can't see him surpassing fit like Fantilli. But I mean, Carlson is 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 a lock for top four. So then maybe maybe their goal is to get that other pick and then parlay that into getting him at like two or three. So maybe how do you get? I mean, how do you get a Leo Carlson at two or three if with the eleventh overall pick? Well, you're gonna to have to package it with something. They're gonna to have to break down a few more pieces to get it. Maybe they're just a re a re rebuild. I don't know if there's anything there to package, though, right? Like right. I think there, I think that's part of the problem why they're having such a hard time getting back into the first rounds because there is nothing there. Like the level of NHL players that are actually sitting on that roster is so nil. Yeah. So it it has to be on the form of, and they're 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 nowhere near cap floor yet. I don't think. It has to be something in the form of taking on a shitty contract. I yeah. just don't know if it's like a second seems a lot, right? Like if you're saying it out loud, does 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 getting a second, a first, and giving up a bad contract? I don't even want to say like Carlin's a bad contract. He's not. No, it's it's but it's it's a contract that the Canucks it's need one to have that moved. We currently can't handle, and and we can what's it four point eight or something like that. Pretty close, yeah. Um, four point eight plus Kravtsov's what eight 100k rookie rookie minimum we're probably that's you know we're looking at close to to six million worth of but they have to qualify him for that 800k to be only to keep his rights he's already gone right he's already signed in russia like they have to qualify him in in so that if he ever wants to come back then i believe it's like okay we qualified him we get first right of refusal kind of thing Uh, i don't like it i don't think they should even qualify him go to the way go to the way of trampkin like you know what he's gone Let's move Whatever. on. Whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, there's a chance that he comes back and is a good player. I mean, you don't get drafted that high because you're, you're dog shit. But the the problem is is that they don't have anybody to, to trade to get back in. You know, giving up a first and getting a first in return, which is, you know, collectively eight picks, seven picks down the board. That's where that second plus, pick comes in and a contract. Plus, plus getting an additional second round draft pick. Yeah plus giving up a roster problem like to me chicago's got vancouver right where they want them like look if you're going to get rid of this contract we're swapping first and we'll take the buck back contract and that's it i can't i can't for the life of me seeing a second come back i would be shocked first off i'd be shocked if the trade actually happened second i would be shocked if if vancouver was somehow able to leverage another second round draft pick out of them in addition to gathering the 19th overall to move so you know who's available at 19 I mean, your boy, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, he's he could be there. I mean, that's not a bad pick, but that's the kind of draft that this is, right? I mean, you can still get a decent player at 19. There's, there's value. All these, yeah, there's all these wingers, and you know that it's going to be center heavy, and you know that you know Shimashev and Willander and Reinbacher and you know Sandin Palika, they're all going to go. They're all going to go before 19. I, I I would be I would be shocked if if you know Shimashev and and guys like that didn't go before them. I can't remember the other guy, the other Russian guy that's that's there who's like super dope too. He remind me of like, you know, Adam Bockfist or Bockfist year or something like that. Oh wow. People people are making comparisons to Hughes with the level of edge work and skill that he has, but I mean who who knows? 
but there's there's going to be some decent defensemen to be had, and I don't think that they need to go defensemen. I think if you're going to pick at at 19, then it's then BPA. You're probably going BPA, which is probably going to be winger. And even if you're going at 11, like there's going to be some really good players available at 11. And there's a very, very, very good chance that the player that's going to be available to you is the BPA is going to be a winger and there's going to be a center and a defenseman that aren't as highly ranked yeah. available. And I just don't want them to take the center or the defenseman if there's a sick winger there. I mean, go back to, we, we were talking about a few weeks ago, Yolevi Kachuk, right? I mean, you're reading the tea leaves there. I mean, all this stuff goes on. Maybe we don't get a Pedersen in the next year and that type of thing, but still, right? I mean, I, I you can't go backwards. Shown, you can't go backwards yeah, almost. We can kind of show I know Faber talked a lot about this, that they, they went, you know, they went Lakaramaki as a winger because he was their guy. And I want them to continue to do that. I need it to be best player available because I've said this a million times. I don't care what goes on with your needs. If the guy you're selecting at 11 or 19 is, is a guy you're taking, there's almost no way that he's going to be an impact player coming into your lineup right away. Like very, very unlikely. And if you're going to do that, like you take the best player available and you manage your assets. Right? So hear me out. Speaking of managing your assets, uh, friend of the show, Arter Silovs. And by friend of the show, I mean he's a Vancouver Canuck, so he's he's a friend of ours, a friend in me, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Mm-hmm. He some is sort of six degrees of separation. Yeah, there's we're gonna have to do some heavy heavy work, but I'm sure it's there. He, he's talked to Chris Faber once, so there, that's it. <laughs> he's he's okay in my books then. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's all fine. So he's absolutely tearing it up for Latvia right now. They beat Sweden. They beat uh, was it Finland? I think. Like he's he's have I, I can't remember Czechia, like yeah I can't remember he's, the win a bit of a heater right now yeah so you're looking at now one of the better goaltenders that isn't a starter or a backup yet uh, in the NHL he's gonna come off of this tournament and it's this isn't the the world's elite let's let's just be fair for a second these are this I mean they're NHLers but it is it's it's not the the creme de la creme. We're not dealing with we're not dealing with who's in in the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. Maybe a few people. Yeah, I mean, case in point, Ethan Bear and Tyler Myers are a large part of the anchoring this Team Canada. Some squad. might say stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of AHL players playing out there. There's a lot of you know Finnish elite guys, Swedish Swedish league guys, Russian league guys, like. It's not. It's not like an entire squad of frontline NHLers. However, however, he is having himself a tournament, and yeah. just like so many other tournaments, when there is focus on these and a position of goaltender, especially what we chatted about last week, as a, a position of need for goaltending, does Silovs become now a potential, uh, maybe a trade chip? N- not necessarily at the draft. But does now his value get upped and now he can he can be involved in the talks and kind of get the connects? Because they are at a position of, of strength right now. Like they've been doing well drafting goaltenders. Uh, they've been developing them really well. Now you've got an opportunity that maybe it's the guy that isn't going to be like Spencer Martin basically. And, and maybe not. Maybe it goes the other way. And maybe Seelov steals a job. Who knows? As the backup job. But realistically, right now, it's Spencer Martin. So now you've got a guy that 
yeah, he'd be leading your AHL club, but he doesn't necessarily have to be. You can get another AHL goaltender. If you can move a guy and now he becomes part of a tandem somewhere else in the NHL, now all of a sudden you do have a little bit more value up there. What do you think of that? Yeah, I don't like. I don't think. Or is this premature? No, I think. Well, there's something there, obviously, right? I mean, I think he's 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 worked his way into the conversation of a of a one day NHL starter. Like, I think the team has seen enough in him to to invest time, money, and energy mm-hmm. in, into developing him to one day play NHL games for them. Do they think that he is? you know, an elite starter at some point down the road? Like, is he Thatcher Demko quality? Like, I think there's a chance that he could get there. But, like, I don't think they're, like, banking on, what is he, a sixth-round draft pick turning into that. I don't – I think you take your lottery tickets and some of them pop and some of them don't, and this is looking like one that's going to pop. So how how big can it get, right? So I think the hype is there, right? Hype chain's rolling – I don't think they're out there shopping. No, I'm not saying they're shopping, but I'm saying, do you cash out that ticket early? Well, I I don't know. I think this is kind of where I'm going with it. I don't think they're out there shopping him saying, hey, Silovs is out here slaying in the world championships. And he, you know, was also the guy that did start over Spencer Martin, but he was the team's MVP. You know, he's played some NHL games. He's tall. He's athletic. He's been taught by a world-class goaltending coach. I don't think they're doing that. I think he's there, and I think other teams have seen it. But that being said, if a trade were to come down the pipes and somebody said, it's Seelov's added to that deal or it's a no deal, I don't think they would be averse to moving him at all. Hmm. Okay. I, I know that they've spent time, money, and energy in it again, but like, he's not even the best goalie in the NHL, right? Or the AHL, right? I mean, nope. we still have Wolf is there. Like, Askarov's very good. There's There's a lot of quality... NHL or NHL level goaltenders playing in the in in the AHL and I think like you look at uh, you know a team like the Rangers and how they have done developing their goaltenders I think that's the, the the like that's the level that they're trying to get to right like you bring this guy in you season him and Vancouver's always been really good about that right like you know after Schneider left Schneider was built up and then moved on and then Eddie Lack comes in and then Eddie Lack spends time under Luongo and then at some point looks like he's an NHL level starter before he moves on and then you know moving off off of him and then you get Demko picking up games under Markstrom who spent his time under the wings right that's like the one constant about the Vancouver Canucks that they've done a really good job with is sort of developing their goaltenders over time and seeing what they pan out and turn into and some of these guys have been guys that pop and really go off but generally speaking it's been all those guys with pretty serious pedigrees right like Markstrom had a really big pedigree Schneider had a really big pedigree Demko pedigree right like it would be it would be more surprising if Seelov's met those standards that the other guys have. But that being said, he's, it's very clear that he's got the ability to do so. I don't think there there's any list where they're saying Seelov's is off the off the market. You can't have him. I just think it's pretty timely that all of a sudden he goes on this run. And hey, you need all the shit you can get. I was going to say they're in a position of need right now with where the cap's going to be and with where a few other teams are. Like I said, I, I think... Looking into next season, there's going to be that look of, you know, do we start running a bit more of a cheaper tandem, you know, across the league? I think there's going to be a few teams that adopt that. And you can, I mean, how cheap, how much cheaper can you get 
than an AHL goaltender. You can get cheaper by going, you know, Spencer Martin and Thatcher Demko. <laughs> Doesn't he make less money than Seelovs? Martin? Guess we'd have to check. That's a lot of that's homework, man. But I'm I'm willing to look. I'm willing to look. Yeah, I just it's interesting. I I looking at what he's been able to accomplish in the last, you know, week or so, it aids the Canucks into whatever the next phase is of of you know, their season before the before the draft and before free agency. So it just gives them, you're right, it gives them another trading chip. It gives them another, or not necessarily a trading chip, but another asset that they can flaunt if need be. You're, you're completely right. I mean, you have, you know, Connor Lockhart is still out there playing hockey right now. He's going to go play in the Mem Cup, which is great. Um, you know, had a pretty solid season this year he's he's been a guy that was sort of a junior star 786 you know he's he's still playing Silovs is still playing hockey right now like this only helps all these guys right and and anytime that you can have some level of trade chip then you kind of have to be able to run with it like if you're looking at Vancouver's depth chart right now it's like it's Thatcher Demko and then it's a bunch of I don't knows right it's like Spencer Martin Silovs you know, Colin Delia, we don't even know if he's going to be a connection next year. They went out and gone and signed themselves Nikita Tolopilo. Like, by all accounts, huge guy. He's obviously a dude that Eric Clark wanted, like, that Clark wanted. He's the Steve he Shields and, of... And develop, right? He could be a guy. He could be the next Eddie Lack, really, right? I mean, similar pedigree to come over like that. I mean, unsigned, they have, you know, Ty Young, which is, I believe, plays for Prince George. So, you know, one time when we get Rip on here, maybe he'll know a little bit about him. But that's a guy, like another big athletic goaltender that once Clark gets a hold of him, we'll see what he can do, right? And then under him, there's like a Finnish league goaltender that was like kind of an up-and-coming prospect playing in, in, in Aku Koskinvo, but I think he's playing in, you know, the NCAA right now. And then Matt Thiessen. Like there's a bunch of un- unsigned guys here as well, like that are unrestricted or un- unavailable. Yeah that we'll see where some of these guys pan out. You just never know, right? I don't think anybody thought that Seelovs was going to be what he is to this point. What if that's Ty Young next? Or what if that's Tila, uh, Tulipilo, right? There's a there's a lot of guys on there, and I think Vancouver's done a really good job at identifying goaltenders. Maybe just not the one that needed to be the backup for, for Thatcher Demko the last couple seasons. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's going to be a position where they're going to, knowing the Canucks, they're going to rifle through a few of those guys next season. Just based on, on Demko's injury and history unless he just has that you know that marquee year where he goes off and stays healthy and then i mean if he's healthy he's probably a vesna candidate realistically i think if he's healthy he's a top 10 goaler in this league and i don't know what else you could be asking for that's true that's true um we don't know if we've won best of clona yet but i'm waiting patiently i haven't got an email either way (laughs) but we'll know soon enough i'm really hoping to flaunt that off we've got I, I think we've got a big week coming up. Like I said, we're hoping to have our boy Wit on the show to talk about his story. Um, I am working on a super cool guest. He should be back in, I think, Winnipeg uh, today or tomorrow. And big hockey fan. And uh, he's, he's a drummer for a fairly well-known band in the world. So uh, we're going to talk some hockey with him. Uh, we... We're not gonna. I don't know how busy we're gonna be this summer because 
we've got a lot going on so we might have to do like every two weeks or something like that because i know june's going to be silly but i want to get a couple of these episodes obviously leading up to the draft is going to be huge uh, but we might we might lay low a little bit in the summertime unless we get some cool guests so just prepping everybody because we, we're going to be real with you we've joined a new network we want to make sure that our presence is felt uh thank you to everybody for the first big week holy smokes uh ted it was a it was a good idea to move over here uh not yeah. that not that things weren't going well over there but we we've lit or you've literally heard it loud and clear on uh hockey podcast network the hockey podcast network can't forget the t it's part of the logo things have been pretty good we've had a pretty good little week uh maybe it's because of chris faber i like to think it's because of us but <laughs> you know why can't both things be right you know what i mean yeah two two things can be true. two two things can be true uh that's pretty much i mean all i've got there's going to be a stanley cup final happening anytime Sounds like uh, the Americans aren't, or Alan Walsh isn't too happy that there's going to be no ABC or ESPN games for the Stanley Cup final. Smooth move, NHL. Good job. TNT is obviously where the money is, so, you know, get Biz Nasty and Wayne Gretzky on there. It sounds like that's where everybody wants to be watching their hockey. Canada, we're just spoiled, so we're going to get whatever they give us. And it'd be nice to see, like, John and John, hey? Wouldn't that be a great Stanley Cup final? That'd be fun. Just talk about catch-up for seven games. <laughs> It's like I don't. Why do they keep? Why do they keep talking about ketchup? Like it's, it's it's an inside joke. It's in a Johnny Rockets. I don't. Why do they keep talking about Johnny Rockets? That just doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. So there's there's a Stanley Cup final to look forward to, and then I mean, man, I can't believe it. We're getting close to the draft. We're getting close to free agency. Like all these things are starting to happen. We've got our baseball about to happen. You're clearly back. How, how are things feeling? How is uh? How's the chesticle feeling? It's it's uh it's it's high and tight. Yeah. Still, get, still getting used to it. Are you able to like hit dingers? Are you able to hit some, some? I I got I got one on I got one yesterday. Oh, for real? That's yeah. good. So normal See, Ted's felt back. Good to just, felt to just get one. So week before that, I couldn't even hit it out of the outfield because it was just like painful. Like literally every week is is getting better. So that's kind of how your season ended last year. Not hitting a dinger. Not hitting out of the out or the out of the infield. Yeah, it was very lackluster. So it was very yeah, it was a rough finish. I I mean I I don't want to be the guy that says it, but no, maybe true, maybe we win the championship last year if you're if fully healthy. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, I just just get a hit. The the old Dan Ham Hughes situation. You know, don't throw don't don't throw that hip check in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. Yeah, the the two torn hammies. That was uh, productivity was down. Oh, speaking of, and we'll finish on this because we're old men. Uh, I don't know. I know you don't normally get into the group chat these days, but that's okay. So, yesterday, finished the game, our our ball team, our my daughter's ball team, and the umpire basically calls it at an hour twenty. He's like, "Nope, hour twenty. It's hour thirty in playoff games." He's a bit of a stickler. So he basically leaves. He's a quirky dude. Strike zone is all over the place. I mean, probably one of the most erratic strike zones ever. Half Both teams are like, I don't know what to swing at because he's calling a strike and it's, you know, three feet outside the plate. So a little bit tough. We have some tough drives homes within that guy, Umps. Um, anyway, so we decide, team from Enderby or Kelowna, let's do base races. You know base races. Kids run around the bases, you know, have a good time. We haven't done one in a while. Anyway. 
So I do like the, you know, are you know, on your marks, get set, go. So I do a little trot across the third baseline after I started off. Just a little trot. Nothing nothing fancy, just a, a typical six steps. Um, and I strain my quad. <laughs> I'm like dead serious. Dead serious. I the one dad saw he goes, something happened. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's rough. I'm like, yeah. So I'm just trying to yes. massage it out. And I'm thinking Something like, happened. it sucks to be old. So anyway, drop that in the group chat. And, uh, you know, Chris, obviously, you know, he's been mega injured. And so Steve says, he goes, man, he's like, it's sure nice being in this chat and feeling like the, or seeing my body age gracefully, listening to you three, uh, you three old farts. And, uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was uh, I thought it was pretty funny because I mean you've been obviously injured Chris and myself and so Chris kind of gets and he's like well you know we know that you injured your back and this and that and uh, Steve goes have you done anything in a year so Chris posts the photo of them winning uh, the lacrosse championship last year right him his two kids he's got the trophy and then I chime in right after I said he was in the box most of the game Steve <laughs> Chris goes that is true <laughs> so. We, we we try to pull a flex on each other, but uh, yeah, we're all falling apart. So thankfully, you're the one that's getting better now. Maybe it's just major surgery that gets everybody better. Seems so, seems to be your fix for better. everything. Your knees and everything. So that seems to be like your your fountain of youth. Just like get major surgery and you come back like ten times as strong. Get major surgery and then reset. Get better. Yeah, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to your physio group. I think that's where it's at. Um, that's it. That's that's it. That's all for us on the PP1 podcast. You guys can obviously follow us on the Hockey Podcast Network, on our Twitters, on our Instagrams. Ted's super, super busy on the Instagram, so you can always chat with him there. Um, that, was a, that was a poke. Uh, we've got our YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe to it. Facebook, Twitter, all those sorts of things. And uh, yeah, if you if you want to drop us a line, if there's people that you know that you'd like to hear us talk to that you know we can get, that would be great. Help us out. If not, subscribe to our show. Subscribe to the podcast. That's where it all started. It's also in the name of our show, so we're not just a live stream because otherwise it'd be PP One live stream, and that sounds super weird. Actually, sounds really disgusting. (laughs) So maybe maybe just stick to the podcast, but make sure you watch us. Uh, As I said, uh, we are on that the Hockey Podcast Network. We are sponsored by DraftKings, promo code THPN, DraftKings Sportsbook app, promo code THPN. Get in on that. Ted, this is this has been good, man. Short but sweet. We, we get it done Thursday night, watch some hockey. There's uh, game five Saturday night, Vegas and Dallas in Vegas. I can't wait. It's going to be good stuff. Um, any final words, man? No, man. Okay. Good, fun show. Good enough for me. Good it's enough for me. Back. On behalf of Ted, who is good enough for him. I'm Ryan, good enough for myself. Peace out.